0: Talking about basement, everybody, if you can't tell, I've been, uh, my eyes have been watering a bit because I'm with two of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Ben Silverman, give you allergies. Jose Sanchez. I thought
1: your eyes were watering because of the stench of the marker. The marker
0: smells like crap. It's like terrible. A, like yeah,
2: child is, vomit. This is our it, set it, it's today. Not, it's not like those nice smelly markers we had in school. That's
0: right. It's I like nice when you hold my hand when, when we hold the yeah, no microphone problem. together. That's and nice. We're going to sing a duet it's later. Very, it's very intimate. <laughs> uh, I brought my buds together. We're in San Francisco, <laughs> and uh, we're in Ben's basement here, which is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I commandeered it.
1: It's not easy finding a new basement every time you come to <laughs> San Francisco, Vic, but I've got some connections.
0: <laughs> we really appreciate it. Uh, we are going to talk a little bit about uh, basically catch up on uh, what and we've mustard. been playing, a little up and mustard, and uh, talk a little bit about uh, the Rocket and Ray Guns, which are going to be next week. But uh, I think the first thing that we should talk about is the Game Awards because they just happened last night. Don't oh, don't hit the table. Blake told me not to hit the table. Uh, the Game Awards just happened last night. What are your thoughts, Jose? You watched a big chunk of it. What did you think?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, Jeff always does a good job putting on his show. It feels like you know he's bought, he's been in the industry for long enough to know pretty much everyone yeah. around there. He's kind of like you. Yeah. Except he's uh, Jeff and your Vic. Yeah. Um, no, I mean it's it's always cool to see a celebration of games since we've lost a lot of that in yeah. the last few years. It yeah. seems like there's not a lot of people who are appreciating this culture that people like us and millions of people around the world appreciate and love as much as we do. So it's good to see people getting recognition. Some suspect wins, I thought, but you know, hey, I'm not a judge, so
3: it's not on
0: me. One of the things that they have to do and they kind of have to acknowledge every year is that they don't run for the whole calendar year. They sort of have a cutoff date in the middle of November or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they've
1: been doing that year after year, uh, even back when it was on Spike, and I think even G4, mm-hmm. when he was starting to do it there. I think maybe he started really with Spike. Uh, yeah, they cut off early. Um, they cut off in, like, November. Right. And so basically, that means, for instance, this year, one of the suspect wins that Jose's talking about was The Witcher 3 Blood and Wine, yeah. which is DLC for a 2015 game, yes. won Best Role Playing Game, as opposed to... Maybe. Final Fantasy 15, Maybe which Fantasy. just came out. Um, yeah. But that's what happens when you do these award shows this early in December. I mean, we're doing the Rocket and Reagan next week, yep. and that gives us a little bit more time to have played a few more games. There, there tend to be some stragglers at the beginning of December yeah. that, that you sometimes miss out on if you try to do it too early. So
0: and That's kind of what we're in right now. Uh, not to jump ahead to other stuff that we're going to talk about, but we're playing these big games right now. You're playing Last Guardian. We're not allowed to really get into it, but you're playing that. And it exists. I can it confirm
1: exists. I'm playing a video game with a giant dragon ferret. And a little boy.
0: It's not
2: a ferret. And that's all I can tell
1: you about my feelings about
2: it. It's not a ferret. It's not a ferret. You <laughs> grab it and you bring it back to the coffin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, uh, I got the game too. I haven't played it though because Final <laughs> Fantasy Everybody's 15. Everybody's got
2: Last Guardian. Everybody's been. I've been waiting for the game too. I don't got
0: it. Sorry, buddy. Someday. I'll, I'll, I'll let. I'll loan you my copy when I'm done. Thanks. Uh, but I've got Final Fantasy, Fantasy 15, which Final is the f- take. F- 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 there's a lot of Fs in this f- freaking game. Uh, that's taken over my life, and you were wise to not review that. Well, well, the last Guardian came in at the same time. I can't. Two I, huge games.
1: Doing giant RPGs over the holidays sucks. I mean, Jose and I had to do Dragon Age Two yeah. years ago when we yeah. were yeah. we were do- reviewing right it for Reviews GDC. on the Run. Yeah. Well, it was it was like we had like a weekend. We got it on a Friday and we had to shoot it on a Monday. And yeah. I just remember like. It was madness. It takes your whole life over, right? I
2: put twenty hours into that game that weekend and finished it. (laughs) Yeah, we finished the game. Twenty-five hours in like two days. It's insane. Yeah, I haven't haven't played
1: this much. It's too hardcore. I mean, and and I think you know, in in past holidays, we've gotten games like Skyrim, like you've gotten big games, but but this holiday has had so many. Games that kind of like you feel like you have to spend time with yeah. Dishonored, yeah. Uh, all those different shooters, Watch Dogs 2, Watch Dogs 2 um, and they they kind of they were they were doled uh, uh, they were doled out a little bit better. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like everything's coming out on October you know 28th and then you have a little bit of time. It was like every week there was one new game to deal with. So when Final Fantasy 15 came out, I was like, you know, I've got a backlog of stuff I still have to deal with, yeah. and I have got the Last Guardian, and the Oculus Touch controllers are about to come out, right. I can't devote 40 hours to this game right
0: now. And Steep is out, and Dead Rising 4, well, oh, don't hit the table, thank yeah. you. Steep is out, Dead Rising 4 is imminent, we've got review code on that, and uh, the Super Mario Maker for the 3DS, there's a, a lot of these big games sort of hitting right now. So the, the Game Awards doesn't tally up any of those, which is kind of weird, but they did some pretty cool things this year. One of the things that I loved, and I was tweeting about yesterday, was the uh, the live Doom performance, which was just Balls out ridiculous craziness. Game music people getting the chance to be full-on rock stars. I want to
2: be a part of that tour. Like, when, yeah. th- when that band goes on tour and just does the soundtrack, of. they should do, like, a collaboration of every sort of Doom song that they could play. <laughs> Doom. Yeah, they should,
0: like, the tongue was wagging and the yeah. whole thing. And he was, like, taking, like, pictures with everybody in the front row. And I thought that was amazing. What a, what a thrill for these guys that are obviously... I, I, don't, I forget the name of the guy that did it, and I, that's excuse. <laughs> what a thrill for
1: that guy, I, whoever I know, he is. I wasn't paying attention. Anyway, asked, music was
0: good. <laughs> well, they're not they're not huge stars, but they created something that it was so perfect for that game. That music was incredible in that game, and it was so energetic live. But what a thrill for these guys, who probably are just fantastic musicians, and they just jammed out these things that perfectly fit the tone of Doom. They get to perform it like that. I think what's going to happen based off of this... Is they'll probably have an amazing soundtrack, sort of surge if it's not even if it's not already available. But if people saw that and that the awards went everywhere, right? They were live on every digital platform you can imagine. So congrats, Jeff. Uh, but I think when people see that and hear that and feed off of that energy, that's probably going to be a, a soundtrack that goes up. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, they played a
1: huge show in Los Angeles in front of a. Uh, you know, packed house at an award show. I mean, of course, it's going to do, do well for the band, I think. Yeah. I think the show is always a little hit or miss, right? I mean, in years past, it's been embarrassing at times. Yeah. They've had some really bad miscues. A lot of that, uh, you know, Jeff did an interview with uh, the Glixel folks at Rolling Stone yeah. and talked a little bit about working with Spike and the struggles of working with a company that's like trying to reach a mass audience as opposed to gamers. And I think Jeff did a great job rebooting this show and kind Mm -hmm. of taking ownership of it. That being said, it's still an award show and it always still feels like a cheesy award show. I mean, look, we watch the Oscars every year. We don't watch the Oscars every year and go, what a great show. No one ever has said that about the Oscars. We're always like, well, there were three funny jokes in the intro, and then it just like they, went
0: south. There you know? have been great Oscar shows, though, but they shock us when they are great.
1: They're shocking when they're great. Yeah. And I think the Game Awards, it's going to be the same thing. You're going to get a lot of like cringe worthy moments, you're going to get a lot of weird awards. Yeah. Uh, this year had a lot of.
0: Um, they had a, a shaving mascot guy, a hydro chick man. Yeah. Which was a bit
2: weird. He fought right? Lube Man or something. And it was just like, <laughs> what in the shit is happening?
3: It was Lube Man is fighting. I didn't watch this
1: part. Uh, who won? Shtickhead.
2: Shtickhead. Shtickhead,
3: Shtickhead. Shtickhead. Was, it was
0: a guy. It was a muscly dude in a big superhero costume, uh, but his head was a razor blade. Jesus. It was Christ. very weird. Alert, guys. That
2: was me. Oh, was that you? That was oh, me. geez. Uh, it's good I work if you can get it, day. I guess. Right? Jeff was like, look, I'm going to need you to get in shape. We got this award show coming in 2016. <laughs> I know you're fat now, but if you can just lose some weight in about three four years, we're going to put you on the show.
0: I don't want to dwell on the negative stuff because I know from producing award shows that a lot of compromises get made. It's when super you're try- hard to do that kind it's of thing. It's really you know? hard. And, you know, one of the things that I applaud the new direction of the Game Awards is, uh, you know, like the stuff that we did, is they, they went more to the core and they simplified the messaging and, uh, you know, the... Promotion and the uh, and, and the uh, sort of marketing that has to surround these th- these things getting paid for to be made, is endemic, which can feel a little like uh, too close to home sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. It it kind of fits within what you're what you're pimping out there. But with I the think awards. that's
1: the part that grosses me out the most, and I have the hardest time with is yeah. that you see all these ads and support from. People who are no- companies that are nominated for awards, you right. see, you know, the 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 w- not not the jury, not the judges, but there's like the uh, I'm sorry, what's it called? The pa- the the panel that he has, yeah. the support staff. Basically, it's like Reggie and uh, what's his name from uh, from Microsoft. Oh, the advisory Bill, the advisory committee yeah. are also <laughs> from all these companies that are nominated for awards. It's just it kind of brings up a lot of the feelings that a lot of fans and a lot of gamers have about it, like are is the media and are these companies all sort of in bed together. And I, I know that they're not and I understand the way that this works. Yeah. But I do feel like if you were watching the Oscars and every single ad and every single promotion well, was from, you know, Warner Brothers and you know it, well, and Paramount it is, it, over it, and over it again. It
0: is, but that's a hundred years of sophisticated, you know, disguising of a, a lot practice. of that messaging. You know? It is. Right. They like they embed all kinds. Like every time that there's a celebrity on the Oscars, it's tied to some movie coming out, you know. And every interview when they go behind the scenes, if they're if they're a presenter, they're promoting what's coming up next for them. They want the hotness, right? Yeah. And it's all it's all you know expertly sort of camouflaged within the Oscars. Well, and it's a little all. Less I mean, it's in, it's in all marketing. I mean, let's. Yeah. I mean,
1: let's be clear. Like. An award show, I mean, as a money. journalist, I've done, you know, award shows. You've done them for 20 years. Mm-hmm. We don't do them because it's, you know, finally our time to just give our opinion out. It's also
3: yeah.
1: we're awarding things. We're, we're talking about, you know, content. Celebrating. We're, we're yeah. celebrating. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. what it is. So I, in a way, you have to kind of say, look, if there's going to be endemic ads or whatever, it's just sort of part of the celebration of this industry. Yeah. But you do wish that it could kind of take a few steps away from just – game companies advertising about game companies who are getting awards for game companies, it kind of feels a little bit too much like yeah. we're all still playing in the same sandbox.
0: Well, and the thing about games, and, and uh, we've certainly run into this too, is is that there's a, there's a logo saturation you know, it's the brand saturation, but there's also a logo like this. This thing is brought to you by this and this, and then now we're gonna throw it to this segment, and it's brought to you by this and this. That's
2: a clean shave yeah. you have there. Is yeah. that from the shtick?
0: But you know what? It's a maturing. Category. I like that you keep
1: calling them
2: shtick.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it's like <laughs> the Yiddish, yeah. the Yiddish razor company <laughs> shtick.
0: Well, it's a maturing category though that they're th- that's being developed in games, and I think Jeff is uh, he's steering through treacherous waters as best as he can. Yeah. And I think it's important that he is getting all of the, every one of the major companies involved in in uh, in this course, you know. And they are coming uh, with high profile reveals like The Legend of Zelda, and and uh, uh, what else was the re- Death Stranding from PlayStation? There was some big announcements. Electronic Arts with you know Mass Effect Andromeda stuff. Yeah. There was some indie stuff. It was crazy to see in the midst of all of that. The next. Shovel Knight uh, DLC was also one of the things that popped up. But
1: I think this is the stuff that confuses it a little bit for me, is that it's not just an Mm. award show where we're saying, we are going to honor all of these these great pieces of art that have come out in the last 365 days. It's... Also, like, we're going to announce all these new games. We're going to make it a big celebration. Everyone's going to get hype about all this stuff. Yeah. And I feel like that's where things start to feel like, what is What is this for? Is this for, is this for companies to market their upcoming products? Yeah. Or well, that's, that's or how they get more... paid. Right. So I think that kind of weird start-stop where I'm like, Look, if I miss the Oscars, I didn't miss any announcements of upcoming movies necessarily. Maybe there'd be in a commercial one sort of trailer. Yeah. But it's not like during the Oscars, they're like, we're going to show you...
0: N- well,
2: exclusive footage from Assassin's Exclusive Infinity footage, Infinity. right,
0: you know? In the Oscars, the exclusive footage is those celebrities showing up, right? And the studios working together, colluding to decide which of their top-tier artists... Oscar-gate which, os- collusion. Well, it Oscar-gate. is. I mean, they're... And, but it's... <laughs> It's all done under the auspices of uh, prestige, which the games industry is still developing that terminology, you know, and it, it needs to, frankly. It needs to just embrace that it's an art. That's what we've all been working our asses off for, for this long. All of us, all three of us, all four of us. Uh, you know, we all believe in this thing as an art form. And Jeff does as well, too. And it, it needs to progress to the point of it being a prestigious art form that needs that celebration and doesn't need to be as. Uh, overt i think all of us as game consumers and fans of this medium when we see the overt uh, you know attached advertising and pr- promotion and marketing it gets our it makes our skin crawl but we have a ways to go before we're there and i think Keeley's very far along you know and i think every year he he uh he hits another uh, you know hits another mark you know this year too though i think was a bit of a tricky year because there's been a lot of uh, massive sea change in the industry, you know, lots of animosity I think that has trickled up. I mean the the Kojima reveal with Death Stranding was almost kind of a uh, a make good on the on the heated stuff that would happened last year, you know, which was frankly embarrassing for the whole community, for the whole video game industry, that Kojima and Konami couldn't cut and get their shit together so that he could have been there to accept an award. Nuts, right? And so, But there's lots of tales like that, like Disney Infinity evaporating, uh, companies like UFG just disappearing, sales down on a lot of these big AAA games, and so there's a lot of...
2: But uh, we got all these new consoles this year, and VR, and...
0: And VR is not doing as well as, uh, as, you know, people were expecting and hoping for. And in spite of all of this, the community, the games industry got together to put on a, oh, i got to stop doing that. In spite of all of this, the game community got together to put on a party, and, and uh, you know, really Kee- ga- did it. The
1: game community loves to put on a party. Yeah, I mean, this this industry will never shy away from showing up to a big party. If they can get their trailers in front of a million people, (laughs) they'll do it, they don't give a shit. So I don't want us to confuse like, hey, it's great that we were all able to, we have 12 award shows a year. There's like the GDC, IGFs, there's the Dice Awards, there's the, you know, there's like, and then we all, every publication gives out awards and does a big to-do. Like, there are plenty of times where we reward and celebrate celebrate each other. I feel like this show, While it does a good job of that, I kind of wish it stayed a little bit more on point. Yeah. Focus a little bit more on, let's talk about the great things that happened this year. Instead of just like, here's six trailers for six upcoming games or some DLC or whatever, and we're going to just go, what was the best RPG? It's DLC. Like, they just kind of skip over a lot of the big things that
0: happened. They did do that, yeah, for sure. And then they they looped in a bunch of the awards. I don't feel like if
1: you watch this show, you would leave there going, I got a good sense of all the big stuff that
2: happened this year. It's
1: It's, all quickly over. It's Overwatch, and then...
2: It. Well, that's why I, I love the the Game Developers Choice Awards. It just feels like it's you know it's pushing the games even because they have the Indie Awards beforehand and then do the actual awards. So it feels like you get a breadth of a whole lot of indie stuff. Which I mean, there was some stuff indie indie stuff mentioned at the Game Awards last night. Yeah, but at the you know with that award show, you get a whole breadth of. And its slew of games. It's that just you might not, not even sexy. Hurt. It's yeah. it's
1: cool. It's just not sexy. So maybe a marriage of these things. Maybe Keeley's sense of kind of uh, you know pomp and 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 how to pull you know Kojima and and Todd well, Howard and all you know, these big names there to glitz it up. I mean that's yeah. what
0: he's been training for since he started his his career since with his Viacom. Blog. You know I mean basically he he's been a student of. Victor uh, Lucas. Well, technically, no, but he went off to work with Viacom and was a part of all the 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 MTV Music and Movie Awards and that whole scene. He got to know all of those folks, and uh, you know, he's really learned uh, how to pull in a mass audience, and also all of the deal making that goes on behind the scenes to you know work with every one of these digital providers to be able to get this out into as many homes as he's been able to. Not yeah, and that's the a good, Dice isn't able to do that and and the GDC awards it's aren't It's true. Able to and do
1: and that. that is a good point I think that people who are watching this might not totally get and when you you work as a journalist uh, or in media for a long time in the games industry like working with one company yeah. to have an exclusive whatever. Yeah is a pain in the ass. It is not easy to do, whether it's, you know, when I'm at Yahoo, or whether it's a, you know, Game Informer, anybody doing just, we are going to exclusively do X, Y, or Z, is a pain in the ass. NDAs, it's gotta go up a chain, this person has to sign off, this person freaks out about the press release, this person, it's like not easy to do that. So for Jeff to be able to pull together multiple exclusives in one show that's basically independently produced from all these different companies, that, as someone who works in the business, I'm like, that's really hard. That's incredibly diplomatic and really hard.
0: Well, that plus getting it on the PlayStation store, the Nintendo store, the Xbox store, Twitch, YouTube—it's not as easy as
1: like when people. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. people just say, "Oh, it just shows up everywhere." Like this is magic, but like no, all these platform holders—they want it to be on their platform. They want to have. They want to be first in the show. They yeah. don't want to be third in the show. They yeah. want to go after this. Like there's so much of that. And you can still see the compromises
0: that he has to kind of do as he's putting this all together. You can see it, right? You can you can see that it's still growing. But you know, I, I think we have to applaud that it's there, and that so much good work is getting done, and that we do have, you know, on, on stage, in, in a really prominent way, developers of every scale, you know, and they are celebrated, and, and they are applauded, and uh, uh, and it's an entertaining show, you know, not every piece of it works, not every single element of it works, some of it does still make us cringe a little bit, but award shows are hard to produce in any capacity, and. Uh, yeah, I think it's, a, it's an, always an exciting time, and uh, you know, I, I know that the, the previews f- feel like, especially that long Nintendo, because we got the, the new commercial, or the new uh, trailer, and then we got the, the uh, walkthrough, and I like Bill and Nate very much, those are good dudes over at Nintendo, the treehouse there. Uh, but yeah, it felt a little indulgent to spend so much time in an award show playing a game like that to show it off for. It an was action. like
2: they were streaming. Yeah, it's like them in the corner and then the game in the background. Yeah. It's like all the other demos you see of live gameplay. You never see you guys in the yeah. corner playing the game. I just
1: get exhausted too on my Twitter feed. Just everyone going, "Oh my God, Zelda! Give it to me right now!" And you're just kind of like, dude. Yeah. it's like, not out yet.
2: Okay, you'll get it Like,
1: when I, I just, I just feel like. We, we throw away the awards that we're giving out mostly so people can focus on what's coming up next. Right. And I feel like it should be the opposite. The most of this show should be about celebrating all these great things that came
0: that out. Happened. In the winter. That no, happened. That the happened and talking about it. Well, is. Scott would always bring this up too, and, and I thought he was always really smart with this. God and rest in peace, Scott Yeah, Jones. He was a good guy, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, no, he always brought up the fact that we are always just thinking about the next in this business. We're always ready to move on and we just dispose of, of content and, and game experiences so quickly. And I don't think that's the truth on the consumption level. Every time I tweet out and ask people what they're playing this weekend or whatever, it's always games are from last year or six months e-sports. ago. Esports,
1: dude. I live in, I live with like six games all yeah, year long. Yeah. That's it, esports. Esportes. 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 Five, Esportes. five games, Esportes. And, six
0: games. And so, you know, I think it's important I think it's important to spend more time to talk about the accomplishments of these games. And I think that's how the game awards have to mature. You know, how Keeley navigates that and gets all the sexy people to show up and the glitz and the lights and, and you know, tamps down some of the, uh, the marketing material around that. That's going to be, I think, his great challenge as he goes forward. But, you know, he's yeah. trying to get his, make this as appealing to as many people as he possibly can. Our rocket and ray guns will probably never have... The audience of the Game Awards, and I'm totally cool with I that. I just
2: love how optimistically, probably never, probably never. You know what, maybe the I don't impossible. know, guys. We'll deal with 10 cent. We'll get on in China. Pretty the Im-
1: sweet basement, no, though. The, I mean, the the, basement's
0: pretty sweet. The, the impossible has happened so many times for me in 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 my career so far that I never rule anything out. Maybe you know? someday
1: today, my friend. I'll know. have <laughs> you know, you're sitting next to the shtick man. The <laughs> shtick, yeah. Yeah. Uh, here I'm he sorry, is, ladies uh, and gentlemen.
2: Your Quick. shtick is digging into my head. Go get into costume. <laughs> we're
0: just going to have a little segue a here. Giant
3: uh, <laughs> uh,
0: but, yeah, we should talk about um, the Rocket Ray Guns because we're going to stream them next week. And it's going to be uh, the three of us and Stephen Raju as well. It's going to be oh. a live thing. We're going to do the best that we can we're with the for Scott. modern technology. Uh, Jones hasn't been playing so much this year because he's dead
1: because well, he lost no
0: him. he's alive he huh? just, I just he messaged me today said he just finished Titanfall oh
1: okay
2: All so right, he just cool. finished Titanfall okay. I said he loved it
0: alright maybe Scott I should ping him mm-hmm. you should ping him I'll ping him I'll see okay see well there'll be a bunch of what's us of Titanfall, yeah. it's Titanfall. No, I just finished it hands, <laughs> yeah. hands down Titanfall <laughs> uh, okay, well we're gonna have a chat next week about it and I think one of the things that we want to do is uh, talk a little bit about some of these games that we shouldn't forget for 2016 and the first one that pops into my mind is Inside, which we all played, right? We
2: mm-hmm. talked oh, about yeah. that last time we were met in your basement. That's
0: right. Mm-hmm. Incredible game. Yes. Have you forgotten about it? No. Has it been sitting right there percolating? Right inside my head. It came yeah. out for the uh,
1: PS4. Yes. Uh, like kind of after it came out for the Xbox One, so I went and played it
0: again. Oh, cool. Uh, it's, it's, so I've played it, it twice. It's not a a repeat th- experience, though, right? No. You play it once, and that's all you ever need. Yeah,
1: I played it again just to... Uh, Kind of just test it out, and then I was like, well, let me just make sure this is working. And I, I got the code, so I was like, I'll check it out. And then I just I played the whole thing. I was like, well, this game's so good. Oh, I just okay. want to keep going. It, um, missed, it
2: missed that limboness where there was all those little secrets that you might not have found that you can go back Well, there and, are a lot of secrets, I and mean, there's, there's a few. Yeah. There's like, well, one in each sort of Then you, know, you get the secret ending and do all that other stuff. It's
1: not really why you play it, though, you're right. Yeah. Like, you know, what drives you forward is this story. And I wanted to get to that part again, so yeah. I played it through to get to that part, and I'm like, well, I'll just stop there. And I'm like, how could I stop there? Did now? you play it in 4K? Uh, I, at the, I did not at the time, but uh, I now oh, have, have to go back and play I the now have back. the capabilities, so <laughs> I
0: might, yeah. All right, we're going to talk about 4K in a second, but what other games this year, 2016, should we not forget about when we're assembling? I
3: think, yeah, I
2: mean, I got my Dark Souls shirt on, yeah. played me some Dark Souls Trey. It's yes. the first Dark Souls game that I actually finished. Oh. Uh, beat it. Wow. And the DLC. What? Ooh, dude. Best DLC of the year.
1: The only person yeah. i who's nice ever day. beaten in nice Dark day. Souls. That's amazing. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> kidding.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: and wh- how much because did, I didn't review it. It was intimidating. I got it. I want to play it.
2: Well, because it, it goes, it harkens back to the age where I hated the original and the second one, and yeah. then I fell in love with the second one, and I sort of underst I learned the game. Yeah. So going into the third one, it felt like it was much easier than the second one. A lot of people say three is the hardest one, but yeah. I feel like. Knowing what I learned in the second game, I felt like it was just, I kind of got how I was supposed to play. I learned some things.
1: And, it learned uh, lessons from Bloodborne, too. The yeah, third game has true, a, yeah. little, a little bit better motion, and you can kind of dodge a little bit better than you could in the other games. Uh, but I feel like this is an overlooked game. I feel like it came out, people talked about it a lot right when it came out, and then it just kind of faded. Like, Doom came out, mm-hmm. and Overwatch, and no one was talking about Dark Souls anymore. Like, yeah, quickly, yeah. it was like, whew was gone, which is weird because usually Dark Souls this is people talk about all year long.
0: Yeah. yeah, There has been a pretty consistent you know, game or two to be excited about almost every month for the whole year, right? There has been lots of, uh, of really solid titles throughout this year. You know,
1: we're in the third year of the cycle, right? They all came yeah. out in 2013 was mm-hmm. when the PS4 and the Xbox One came out. Yeah. And I feel like this is right where you start to get a, a consistent quality in, in console generations. If right. you think back to when the Xbox 360 and the PS3 came out. you know, The first year, it's always experimental. It's always kind of like launch games, and it doesn't work. Second year, they're starting to figure it out. Third year, you've now had companies who have developed a game for maybe two years with the actual hardware out in the wild. Yeah. And you can just tell with the general quality, both of the quality and design and the stability of these games. Yeah. You see a lot fewer games that are crapped out online, that have server problems, that like are glitching out left and right. Especially on I, console.
2: Especially on consoles. Well, yeah, but I mean,
1: that's what's suffering is PC development because everyone's been shifting to the consoles. Mm. But I do feel that the quality across the board in 2016, while there weren't as many really high highs as I felt there were last year with The Witcher and Fallout and Rocket League, which I think were just this incredible trio, um, the kind of hum was like 8 out of 10, 8.5 out of 10, a lot of that. Which
0: is cool. It's okay that they're all, like, this last little stream of uh, Call of Duty, Infinite Warfare, Battlefield 1, Titanfall 2, Dishonored 2, Watch Dogs 2... All very good games. Mafia 3, fun games. You know, you're not as big a fan as uh, Mafia 3. I liked Mafia 3. I really liked it. Play, game don't games. play. But there, it, it's been it's been pretty cool to play all this many good games in a row. And now Final Fantasy Fifteen is really, really fun. It
2: feels like there hasn't been as much suck. Yeah. You know, usually you're like, I wanted so much more out of this game, but it just completely shit the bed, and it was terrible. Yeah. I feel like uh, you know, in previous consoles, or maybe even like earlier on in the life cycle of the new consoles, you were just like, oh, I was waiting for this game, and it just sort of bummed me out, and I didn't have a good time at all. There's a lot, of, lot more positivity in the games that I've been playing that I've been feeling afterwards when I'm done.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what do you guys think are... The clear standouts for 2016.
2: This
1: year's been about shooters. Yeah. I mean, this has been the year of the shooter. I mean, we we have They're Doom. All good, we had, right? We have Doom and Overwatch and Titanfall 2, Gears 4, you could throw that in that conversation. Great, yeah. You've got Battlefield 1, you've got um, Call, of Duty. Call of Duty. I mean, yeah, yeah. a lot of really solid Even games. Even Shadow
0: Warrior 2 is really fun. It's uh, yeah. Just,
1: it's I, insane. I, I, there's just so many good shooters. Um, I think that's what this year is going to come down to, is mm-hmm. sort of how you. First, how you navigate the shooters, like which one you decide is is the shooter you're going to pick. And then it's going to be putting that up against uh, Inside and, I think, Dishonored, uh, maybe Final Fantasy's in there. Uh, Last Guardian, I can't talk about, but maybe... Uncharted. Yeah, Uncharted early in the year. Mm -hmm. So I think you're going to get a couple of these kind of other genres, but really the fight is with shooters.
0: And sports, too, have been really fantastic. You you loved uh, Madden this year, but FIFA's uh, story mode was killer. I thought they did a great job with that. And I liked... uh, uh, you know, and I Prev- loved...
2: Pro Evolution Soccer was pretty good this year, too. Yeah, yep. and
0: NBA 2K17 was incredible again, yep, you know, when... Yep. Uh, the best
2: sports game, Forza. Forza and Horizon. F-
0: that's been my, f- like, the, the the top score I've given this year. That's been my only 10 was That's a Forza game, Forza game, that's Horizon a totally,
1: a, ga- a legitimate game of the year this year. Yeah. Like, I could totally win.
0: It's like, ju- I, There's something it's, hypnotic yeah. about, like, I, we've all played a billion racing games, but this
2: game is so freaking good, it's... It, it's so hard to stop playing the game it
1: pulls everything together right Yeah,
2: and it's in the it's a, a the rare occasion where there aren't really that many other racing games yeah this year usually there's so many other different right. saturations right. of did, racing games
1: did like, that uh, gran turismo sport come out did anyone play it, it got delayed. Did that even
2: it got delayed It yeah. got pushed out of the year yeah. i don't know yeah okay,
3: okay. Remember,
2: remember remember when they that said was the like only gran one turismo i game for them. like and it didn't come out for like five years, and then they uh, gave us a prologue, and then the actual game came out three years later. Have you <laughs>
0: played any Drive Club VR? I've just touched it. I haven't played enough of it. I like it. I think it's cool, but I haven't played enough uh, of I
1: that. have, but I find it's, it's a little bit... It's one of the few barfy ones for me, just because yeah. I think it's kind of... It's not high res enough for what they're trying to do. Like, yeah. if you're gonna do a racing game, you're gonna do something that fast. I actually think Project Cars is a better game mm-hmm. uh, than Drive Club. I played a little bit art. of
0: that on the Vive, and it was cool. I
1: think it's a it. It really needs that extra power when you're like turning around. Also, just like Drive Club in general, wasn't a great game. I yeah. think in yep. its back end and its the design.
2: Last just, we, couldn't, we couldn't. Do you remember? Rest a week. Remember that shit? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. our team. I'm <laughs> like, what <laughs> happened to our club? Our <laughs> Drive Club. We couldn't even build our club. Okay. All right, well, we're
0: going to have some interesting conversations about that. One of those interesting conversations we're going to have, I think, is going to be around uh, um, VR, because this was really the year of VR... Uh, the 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 head-to-head-to-head, and you haven't got a VR headset too much yet. But you've played a a chunk. It's amazing
2: to me that in the year when VR was supposed to take off, retro gaming blew everything out of the water, and everybody's losing their mind. There's tiny Nintendos, and there's tiny Genesis, and there's tiny other retro consoles. Like, five or six different retro consoles came out. Everybody's playing all these games from 20, 30 years ago. They're like, but you can put this thing on your face! And look at these commercials with old people crying. What is it? It's amazing! (laughs) I (laughs) can see it! I mean, I haven't had a VR experience like that in the games that I've played in VR. Yeah. But again, that's what I was saying uh, when people ask me what I thought about VR. I'm like, until I hear about the game that somebody says, I put this headset on in the morning, and when I took it off, it was nighttime, I blacked out, I didn't know where I was, and I just had the most incredible, amazing experience of my life. That's what I want to hear. But everything I've heard has just been like, it was great for like a half an hour, maybe 20 minutes, an hour, and I, then I was done with it.
0: I love E Valkyrie, I love that game. I think yeah. it's. I, loved it too it's when I
2: played it like three or four years I ago. I know it's band. been in
0: development forever, but it, and it's not. It's a thin experience. It's really just a multiplayer shooter in space. But I just love the physics and the mechanics and the flying around. It's so fun for me.
1: I think there's. I think it's a mistake thinking that because we got a bunch of VR headsets this year, that this is the year for VR. Right. I think, again, you know, we just talked a minute ago about three years into the consoles, how we're seeing high-quality games. I think three years into these VR headsets all being in the wild, provided they sell enough and and development stays on course, that's when you're going to start to see experiences that are uh, more complete. I mean, the truth is I've had a lot of time with VR, and I can't have a headset on my head for eight hours, Jose. I'll freak no, out. I know. I mean, no. I just can't. I'm not, I'm not but saying. I, but, but that's a big part of design, right? Like, Fallout, which they're building entirely Fallout 4 in VR, like, like there is a point where when you're playing with a VR headset, you kind of need to step away. It is too intense. It's the yeah. nature of the experience. Yeah. So until I think people build up that stamina with these, you know, I mean, rigs you can play for a while. Like, if I do two hours yeah, with I, rigs. And, and I and, think
0: the... Um, w- w- what the hell the until dawn uh, roller coaster game yeah. is fantastic
1: thumper is one of my favorite
0: games of thumper the year thumper cool. is incredible yeah and i also loved raw data just tasting that on the vibe was just insane i've it's heard so i've not intense. played that i
1: hear great just great so things. good great did finish. you taste it well it's
0: because it's it's not finished it's a it's a, Appetizer. an alpha yeah. uh, but i also loved and this is what's crazy about vr is that it, yeah it's still emerging and there's still a lot of work that has to get done and we still haven't really seen the killer must-have app that everybody has to play. But I loved Lucky's Tale. That was something that really knocked me out. I thought it was really, really fun to jump into that world and play as this character and look all the way around the, ki- the world and stuff. And uh, I saw Jeff Kenata actually tweet out about um, Last Guardian saying that this would have been a perfect game.
1: How many times did we to- say that this year? Titanfall well, Two. This would have been amazing in VR. Right. You know, yeah, like yeah. over and over again, you go, "This would have been amazing in VR." Once yeah. you've tasted, tasted a, a, little a, bit, bit, a little bit, a little, a little, a little, taste, a little bit little bites of VR, and you've had like that Lucky's Tail experience, or Eve Valkyrie, or Thumper, or uh, you know, Kronos, or whatever the game is that you kind of go, "Oh yeah, I can see myself doing this in a bigger version of this." Yeah. Um, it, 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 I think at least it turns you into, into more of a believer, Jose, that yeah. like, yeah, th- those experiences aren't here yet, but, dude, Batman Arkham VR oh, yeah. is like... I know. Dude, we're... We we're gonna we're gonna get there. Yeah, <laughs> like, like we're on the path yeah. to I, I getting. Played, there. I
2: played Fallout at E three this year, and I was like, okay. How did you wait in line or something? Because it nah, was that thing. I'm not paid I say, hey, Todd, how's it going? let me get into the line. He says, <laughs> really? Do you have to talk to him like that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Dad, are you going? Let me get in line. He's like, come on, come on in. Did he give you a taste? <laughs> he gave me a taste of the good line. <laughs> a taste I baby. mean, it's. It is one of the coolest VR things that I've experienced. The moving mechanic, it has the uh, the click to jump instead of move. Which teleporting. Is, uh, the teleporting. Teleport. That's yeah. obviously going to be a big thing, because I don't have a wasteland to roam around in my house. Right. Yeah. I live in a box. Actually, <laughs> I've been yeah. to your house. That's a fucking wasteland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. But uh, no. Um, but it was a, a cool experience. I mean, you're running around. And he just gave me unlimited ammo, and I'm just shooting fat man. <laughs> <just> like, <whistles> it is you see? It is
0: crazy. It's,
2: yeah, yeah I, I can see, like, how that could definitely cost people their lives. Like, people will lose themselves in Fallout, in the wasteland, roaming around and just exploring all the things they can.
0: Well, how much of the lack of... uh, Because I think there are lots of games that we just haven't had a chance to really try out yet in VR. You know, like, I've, I've done the best that I can to get back there, but there has been this consistent, you know, on 2D screen caliber selection of games that have taken our time, you know? So how much is the games industry itself hurting its adoption of this new technology by just continuing the the, the pretty solid quality, whether you're playing on PC, playing Civ Six, or, you know, XCOM 2, or, you know, there's tons of really good titles out there to play in 2D that also could work in VR, but they're deciding not to go in that. Well, I, like I, the,
2: I, the Minecraft thing they first showed, remember when they had yeah. the guy put on, like, yeah. that craziness. Like yeah. how in depth are games gonna be when they take over that sort of holotech. It,
1: it's a, it's incredibly expensive developing
2: yeah. video games. Right. And
1: it's incredibly expensive porting a not VR game to VR and it's incredibly expensive building a VR game. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the, the the barrier here is that like until developers start to say, okay, well if I'm gonna build this game in VR, I'm gonna sell I know I can sell this many units, I can recoup those costs and I could develop another game. Like right now that is broken. It costs too much money to develop a VR game for too little penetration. So as I think we start to see these things sell, hopefully we get more in there. The yeah. prices are coming down. We know that the Rift already is requiring a less right. powerful PC.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you're going to start to see new hardware iterations for both the Vive and the Rift that won't be quite as clunky.
0: I think PSVR also is going to start to take that route eventually. I'm sure they'll t- fix sure. the move controllers. And we still haven't gotten Battlefront in VR, which I think... It will be a big bellwether right yeah. that will be something that draws a lot of attention yeah. it's a very yeah. easy star warsian you know mind trip that everybody kind of wants to have i was so disappointed with the call of duty vr i couldn't believe how <laughs> thin that was you know for for the biggest game out there to have they're
1: a, not good at doing call of duty in any context other than like the call of duty Console release, (laughs) like all the other Call of Duty, they go like put it on a
0: PSP. It's like
1: the shittiest PSP (laughs) game ever. Like they can't, they just can't do anything else with it. It never works.
0: Yeah, I guess it's because we hold it to that, and that's exactly what I did when I checked out the VR. Sixty frames per second. Yeah, you hold it. Yeah, you want it to be that expensive. You know, you want it to feel like that quality because they spend a shit ton of money on Call of Duty. And they didn't really in the VR. But that's
2: what's so scary. It's the thing like how, you know, a few years ago, Sony pushed 3D, and they were like, 3D is going to be the thing. Everybody's going to have 3D TVs in a few years. you are going to put all these games in 3D. That, yeah. And that's not much of a, a work switch to change to yeah. make your games work in 3D. But to VR your games, it's going to cost a lot of money. And hopefully these teams have the funds to keep investing in these games that are going to be coming out in the future. Because if nobody's buying VR in a year or two, why are people going to keep spending all this money creating these games at you know, a few thousand people it's, are playing. It's yeah.
1: all proof of concept. I mean, what they did with Batman Arkham VR, which I think was kind of miraculous in the sense that they actually kept it so true to Ark. It feels like a part of the Arkham yeah. canon yeah. Uh, because it's made by Rocksteady. But the reason that game, which disappointed me and disappointed a lot of people that it was over in two hours or whatever, yeah. uh, it's because, what, are they going to spend the money to build an eight-hour experience for 100,000 people, whoever's, however many PSVRs have been sold? Like, yeah. that's a, that is a big... So they're just kind of throwing it out there saying... Let's mess around with it, see what works, what doesn't work, see where the hardware goes, you see know, how people they, buy into if it. If they
0: did do that, though... It, it would come with a
2: DAX hologram.
0: Well, it would eventually become a pack-in with, uh, with... With DAX. With <laughs> 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 yeah, right.
2: Put on the headset, you're going to blow your fucking mind! <laughs> <laughs> Driving it around, about, like, yes, that's what you've I want. You've to. turned
0: DAX into Aussie review guy. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's kind of the same thing. You know, but if they did do the full meal deal with that, it would eventually become the pack-in game for PlayStation VR. It would be that it would be that exactly what vr needs it would be the undisputed you know
2: you just want a to cowl vr headset that
0: would just... be amazing but it just, the, the, <laughs> the the industry needs that game it's just like that the lightning rod
2: you know yeah, that's the, what I'm the the the, the, game the, that the every light single out there the person i know is talking about that's the vr game that yeah. i want to play well
1: you know? you're talking about sonic the hedgehog and you're talking about <laughs> yeah, if, mario like, if, brothers if super if mario brothers, tales right,
0: like, was a mario game or a sonic game yeah people's minds would just right. be right and
1: brutal. so uh, yeah so again yeah. yeah i think i think what we can agree on is that the technology is cool yeah. Yeah. right so 3d the technology was sometimes cool and sometimes not cool yeah. and it kind of gave you a headache and sometimes it worked and it kind of flickered what's but weird like,
0: is i've been playing two the last two big games super mario maker and pokemon uh, sun not 3d on the 3DS. Oh, turn
1: that shit no, away. When's they, the last they, time you even had yeah, that on?
0: I, I like it that I can try <laughs> I, uh, it at least. Yeah. I, I usually turn it off but it, the, the new 3DS Excel has actually got pretty decent 3D. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah but,
2: you, can but
0: the, you can't play Mario Maker in 3D. You can't play Mario Maker 3D. You can't play Pokemon in yeah. 3D. It's like, well, what are they doing? What? You know? That, like, you want to play the game? It's almost yeah. like they're getting rid of that handheld. It's almost so. like they're <laughs> developing <laughs> they're another console. It's almost like they're
1: making a switch.
2: Almost.
0: All right, well let's talk about new emerging technology that you. Yeah are a part of now first and thing I just want to ask of,
2: yeah. of the VR out what would you recommend to somebody if somebody doesn't have a VR i.e. myself and you're yeah. like I can recommend this to well, you. Well, I
1: can tell you what to get because you have a Super good cool computer. PC, yeah. So if you have a sweet PC, get one of these great PC headsets, either the Vive or the, or the Rift. They're, I think the Vive has some great um, functionality with the room stuff, and I think the Rift with the new touch controllers is actually going to be kind of the most killer app out there.
0: I think out of the two, though the Vive is more comfortable than the Rift.
1: And I think has better software in general. It has yeah. a, a larger software library because of Steam. You can explore a lot more goofy shit.
0: And Steam is super invested in it too, oh, yeah. right? So they're, they're going to be developing a lot more But there's tons of VR games. There's, there's, there's yeah. no yeah.
1: clear yeah. answer though. Because like PSVR also, you have a PlayStation 4. And like, yeah. you know, I'm telling you to get the Rift or the Vive, which is 7800 as opposed to, you know, 400 or whatever for PSVR. Yeah. It's, you're going to... Enjoy yourself.
0: And, and there are really fun video games on PSVR right. already. Like Riggs is really fun, and it's exclusive. The Batman thing, you've played it already, but it's still really fun. Thumper, I still think, is, is one of cool. the best VR games of the year. Res is really cool. It yep. won the best VR game. I don't think it really deserved it. I think there are It was the one VR... mode.
1: It was the extra mode yeah. that Arena X, Area I,
3: X.
0: I, I mean, it's amazing. Res yeah. is, it really is a fantastic VR experience. But uh, yeah, uh, there are, I think, better ones. Um, what else? The the, the um, until dawn is incredible too. That's a great piece of software. And most of the good software on PlayStation VR, you don't even need the Move controllers for. You can just play with the controller, and you still have an amazing experience. I
1: think the PSVR, like if you're if you don't have anything and you don't need kind of high-end version, and you're just like, I just want something that's cool and is a little kind of easy. Like, it's easier to right. just set it up, turn it on. Like, you just go to a VR game. You, you hit go. You grab your headset. Like, with, you know, with the Rift and with the Vive, you're constantly sort of downloading updates. You yep. have to, like, sift through stores. It's, you don't have as good of a friends list. You can't, like, connect with other people as easily. Yes. Like, the, the, the back ends of both the Rift and the Vive are PC generally, and which means they're kind of unfriendly. For consumers, as opposed to PSVR.
0: And streaming off the PSVR is amazing. It's so easy. Yeah. And, and you're just chatting to people because you can't read anything. Yeah. you guys. Yeah. I mean, this,
1: guys, as sure we're talking it. through it, like, it's there is no answer. That is the problem. Yeah. It's not like, well, just get this one and you're home free. Like, they they all offer something a little different. They do, yeah. The Rift is going to, you know, in, in short order, going to have room-scale VR, just like the Vive. And the touch controllers, I think, are better than the Vive controllers, which are also better than the Move controllers. So, y-
0: you, you, Sorry, dude. Yeah, <laughs> try, try one of them and you really won't go wrong. They're all good. Yeah. They're all good. And they're just going to get better and the software's going to get cooler. Yeah. Uh, and it's worth it. And, I, you know, this is coming from me. I was, like, so mortified about getting stuck in these things, but I, I like them all. They're Thank all Thank God you're really cool. falling
1: out so you can find them. Yeah, those it's, the all good, man,
0: it's all good, man. It's all good. Okay, <laughs> so we have made the jump to a new generation of machine in, in terms of 4K. What do you think of this four K evolution with the PS Four Pro and the new TVs? You
2: don't have a four K TV, oh, yeah, TV. I have a four K TV. You do? Oh yeah, I have sixty five inches of four K TV. And
3: that's that what
0: is, you run your PC that is 400 off 400 of,
2: right? four hundred K. No. Why don't you hook I up your know, TV to math. the or your PC the to the TV? TV. Oh, I have my PC hooked up to my fifty five inch three D TV. <laughs> oh
0: gee, listen to us. We're so spoiled. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but do, you, do so? You have your? Do you have an Xbox One S that's yeah. running? So you don't have any? I
2: have, I have the Xbox One. Okay. And, and the
0: PlayStation
1: 4. Okay. So you don't, I don't have, have any, any of that Pro or the
0: S? Okay, okay. Okay. All right. I've got both the S and the Pro. Okay. Well. We're, very, <laughs> we're very lucky to have it. So, so, what are your thoughts now? Suck of the day! <laughs> <laughs> on, what are your thoughts on uh, on 4K gaming off of a console?
1: Um, it's, it's different. It is a different looking game. When yep. you find a game that really runs in 4K and isn't sort of being, like, you know, jimmied up to, like, the upscale, but, like, Forza Horizon 3 in 4K and HDR active, which I just got to... It's an upscale we get to there, 4K, though, right? It's a, I don't understand I, I how think any this shit works, but because
0: it's because the, the Xbox One out- I don't.
1: Yeah. I listen. I was about to talk about this. Yeah. This is the fucking problem with. Yeah, 4K, I know. Is <laughs> that like you put a game in and you're like, I want to play it in 4K, and you're like, I have fucking no idea if this is running in 4K. <laughs> I don't know if HDR is on or off. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta fuck with my television, like source input. There's buttons to press. <laughs> I have a Samsung KS8000, which is like a
0: reviewer for Sound and Vision magazine. You're just like, yeah, yeah like, you're, fucking, you're like, like
1: wire cutter. Just like I don't know how. Like you're pushing like a million. Input buttons, just trying. Like I think it looks better. Wait, is that? Wait, why is it so bright? Backlight. Like you're yeah. just fucking with your TV. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just discovered
0: I got a cheap uh, LG TV because I didn't want to get in full and spend a ton of money on a on an awesome one right now because I know they're just going to get better and cheaper and, and cooler and like those. O- and then it'll be 8K. Yeah. The, well, the, yeah. Totally. But the OLEDs are the best. Those those new LG ones are amazing. I didn't get that. Those are like four grand. I just got a thousand dollar one. But I discovered. That they, all, a lot of these LED sets have a lot of st- uh, like sitting issues, the way that they sit in the frame, and there's blooming around the sides because they can't get the light all mm. evenly across the screen. Sitting, so, sitting issues. Well, the, like the panels themselves sit improperly when they're being manufactured. So, mm. I've got this light blooming thing around the frame, and I read up on it, and it's a pretty common thing with these LED lights, Mm. or with these LED TVs. So when you see a dark area in a game, I have this sort of extra light bloom thing. It's almost like the sun oh. is hitting the front of the TV. Mm. Which I never had on my old Panasonic Plasma TV. God saw. bless those Panasonic, Panasonic they Plasmas. Energies. They were pretty solid. I got one instead. of them
1: Panasonic Plasma. What I had to take, I got rid of my Panasonic plasma, I put it in the corner. I just I put a little shrine around it. Yeah. I'm not gonna sell it and keep that fucking fuck
0: forever. It's yeah. the best
1: television I've ever owned.
0: Yeah, it's a, an amazing TV. I've had it like, like ten years, it's incredible.
1: And um and it still looks better than all these other sets. But yeah. but but back to 4K, like if it all works. Yeah, And I there are a couple games I've played, Last Guardian in 4K and Forza in whatever fucking 4K I it is. I think it's upscaled Four 4K.
0: In HDR. Because it's Xbox One S, and you guys can all correct us in the comments below, the Xbox One S doesn't actually output anything except 4K Blu-rays in 4K. And it will play 4K Blu-rays, but the PlayStation 4 Pro will not play 4K Blu-rays. Yeah,
1: I know bad. that the PlayStation 4 will not play 4K Blu-rays, you can stream 4K, but so I, don't know. Sense, it's
0: so nerd, so I nerdy don't know. I don't know.
1: You know about what would be good? I just don't I can't wait for man. you to scrub this <laughs> on from the internet so no one's listening to like three fucking old guys be like, 4K comes is 4,000 times the, 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 the clarity <laughs> it, of a
0: CRT. Did you play Titanfall 2? I did, yeah. On your PS4 Pro?
1: No. It's I b- amazing. I played Titanfall 2 on my Xbox One S.
0: Okay, so it had HDR.
1: fake 4K <laughs> HDR. I don't know. Here's what I know. Yeah. Here's what I know. Yeah. Looks <laughs> when better. You get a- yes, it looks fucking good.
3: <laughs> when you get a good TV, a
1: good 4K TV, and you fucking output whatever this shit is at yeah. with a good game that it says on paper somewhere, <laughs> this works better. It looks fucking better. Shadow of Mordor, an old game. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Woo. Very pretty. Tomb yeah. Raider looks rad. Yeah. Mordor looks better than it did. Yeah. Like, it, ge- it genuinely
0: does look better. Ratchet and Clank. Did you looks, check that? looks great. That's ridiculous. Looks great. Yeah. With, especially sure with, with HDR, and it looks like the light is seeping. It looks like the light has actual physical properties. That it. said, but, but and that... And Uncharted 4 is incredible, yes, too.
1: Yes, but that said,
0: yep. like... They on still, my they all, plasma. They all look great. It looks fucking awesome. Yeah, I wasn't
1: like playing Uncharted on my plasma going like, no, this No, people looks ask like me this
0: all the time about VR. And I did notice, because the first game that I played on the PS4 Pro in VR was Res, And right away, it seemed more stable. It seemed more pronounced. It's like the frame rate was a little bit more solid. The edges
1: are tighter. It's not as yeah, blurry. Right? Sort of. yeah. Have you yeah.
0: noticed that? Like the, pr- the VR f- does, it's not a massive sea change, but it does feel like things run better. It's a little
1: smoother and I think it's a little tighter graphically. Thumper for me, like it was a little I mean it, they it ran fine. I think v- PSVR runs fine on a not PS four pro yes, on just a does. regular PS four. It runs fine. fine. It runs like a little bit better on yeah. the pro. Everything runs a little bit better on the pro. Mm. That's the problem with the pro. It's it's like a little bit better. Yeah. But it's not better. Yeah. Like get that fuck a regular one. And like, you know I can't tell anyone Sony
0: with this platform. And it's a good platform, and it's absolutely the PS4 to get if you don't have a PS4 and you want to get a PS4, is get the Pro, spend that extra 100 bucks or whatever. It's, it's going to you know, last you longer with uh, At least three years. a better output. But the opportunity now that PlayStation has provided for Xbox is enormous <laughs> because the Scorpio can come out now. And basically, wipe Melt all. Melt off your face. Well, wipe all the, the, the sort of history of the, of the back and forth between these two right off the table and say, there's this, now there's this, you know, and really show people uh, what six teraflops means, you know, because I have no idea what I it want means. The,
2: I want the Microsoft guy, not Phil Spencer, but the other guy with the accent to come out and be like, when you buy a Scorpio, every single previous original Xbox game is on there already. You can just go ahead and play it. Here's your retro edition of the Xbox. What okay. happened to his accent? I don't know. I could <laughs> I could it. I, I knew who you were at first video. and then I
1: couldn't tell because yeah. you lost your accent. But I mean, so.
2: like, it's just so funny to me how, you know, it's the life cycle of the PlayStation 2 was like ten years and then the life session of the PlayStation 3 was like six, seven years, and now it's like three years for the PS4 and yeah. you get the PS4 Pro. What are they gonna do next? It's just it's starting to become more and more of this PC. It's, I think it's just more
1: complicated. I, I don't think I don't I, see I disagree. I, I think if you have a PS4, let's say you bought one when it came out in 2013, you're, you're good. I mean, you are. Like, the games, the best games that came out this year, all the games I would tell anybody to buy, you're going to run great on your PS4. Sure. It's going to look fine. I think you still have another year or two before that 4K leap or, like, okay, these games really look so much better in 4K that yeah. you feel like you're getting a really inferior experience. We're, it's yeah, going to get we, there, but we it's not there
0: haven't had a lot of new games come out where it's, a, it's this versus that. We, right. ha- we haven't had that yet, right. but I think the Horizon Zero Dawn comparisons will probably pretty be pretty prominent. I,
2: yeah, I, 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 I get that, but it was the fact that Three years after the Xbox One came out, they announced the Xbox One S and the Scorpio in the same press event. Like, they, yeah. we got a console coming out later this year. There's another one coming out next year. I'm like, Jesus Christ, give me a second to adjust well, to the console yeah. I have now. <laughs> I know. I know it can play all these old <laughs> Xbox One, but when a Scorpio comes out, that's not even. An ex, it's not Xbox One S Scorpio. It's like they're not just adding Scorpio to the, the S. It's a whole new thing, right? So it's like, now I got decisions to make. Do Xbox I, do I buy
1: Scorpio? <laughs> well,
2: that, that's okay because they already have the S. You know, I, <laughs> and Corfio, and
1: <laughs> I am stunned at how well the Xbox One S has sold because I reviewed it. I remember us talking about it and I was like, eh, it's okay, but it feels like an in, in-between step. That fucking thing has outsold the PlayStation it, it, 4 every month since it came out, basically. It's an right? elegant machine. It's, it's the best console Microsoft, like, is, Microsoft has, has made. Microsoft is ending the year really strong, yeah. so it's kind of hard to argue against
0: And Forza is thing. one of the strongest like, games working. of the year and Gears is excellent. It's working you know? for them. It's,
2: They have so many different flavors of it. You know, like yeah. you can get the Gears one, there's the Battlefield one. Every seems like every big game that comes out gets an Xbox One S. And that's why and I And more so people
0: be... bought the PS4, right? That's a bigger selling machine. So all, all those gamers that are now ready to get another console and another ecosystem probably went, well, this is, this is the time to do it. Yeah. You know, and they don't have 4K. Out, yeah.
1: you know? It feels like no matter what we start talking about in games these days, we always come back to this conversation. <laughs> like, yeah. this is the topic. Like... Yeah. Uh, how what do you buy like i had so i have had so many friends and people ask me like i i don't have a console i want to get something for the holidays what do i get and i'm like i don't fucking know yeah. i mean i could tell you what i think i could we could walk through this conversation with people yeah. but gone are the days where you would just say like get the xbox halo's rad and like that's it like yeah. now it's like well if you want this if you need this if you want this there's like it's getting tailored down to the point where you really have to say to somebody here are 5 games that you can play on this, that you can't play on this, that you can't play on this. Yeah. Which one do you want to choose because that's how you have to And
0: that it. list is it's getting harder and harder for these companies list, to, you know? to get up to 5 games yeah. or Unless 10 games. You. Unless you're <laughs> Nintendo, we haven't even talked about Nintendo. I don't think the uh the rumors of the price were speculated at all the last time we were all together. What do you think the what do you think it'll take for the Switch to become a massive success for Nintendo when it comes out? For the
2: cost? Yeah. Hey, w- w-
0: yeah, I mean, firstly, are you super excited with what Nintendo has pr- has proposed in their pitch so far?
2: I mean, again, it's another one of those things where I'm excited to look at it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of moving parts in this thing that, like, the same thing with when the apple announced like the stupid earbuds the airpods or whatever yeah. like they didn't announce like how much the case would cost how much a replacement thing would cost it's the switch like if i have kids and they're playing with this thing and one drops one into a tub or something is there something you want to announce today no i'm just saying I, like what's going on nothing's I, happening. Are, you guys have kids on them? what's happening are you guys, It's exclusive you, right yeah, here I'm saying, if you guys have kids <laughs> yeah. you guys with children who are going to like play, oh you, you want to play a game when with he, your daughter he, you want to when he kidnaps
1: when he kidnaps children yeah. <laughs> when i kidnap
2: your kids to pay my switch oh my
0: kid is never touching the Switch when, when it comes to <laughs> it. Have you seen how how many things she could lose? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm She's trying never about. touching that. But
2: like, what happens if one breaks? Is it going to, I don't know. I mean, it sh- hopefully it'll cost between 200 and 300 bucks.
0: Yeah.
1: That's,
2: my, that's my go-to. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, I don't know.
1: Between 200 I and mean, 300 would be
0: great, Jose.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think we'd all agree if it was $250, we'd be fucking stoked. But I don't know. That seems like
0: a lot of tech to be that price. Yeah. holy crap, would that be incredible? And the other reason why it would be incredible is because the, uh, the idea of a portable PS4, Xbox One caliber device with Nintendo exclusives is incredible.
1: I am still unsold a little bit on this concept of... I'm playing my game on my TV. I grab the thing. I'm playing it on the go on this giant weird tablet that I don't know can only connect to Wi-Fi. Do I have to have a carrier? No, Do I have to go through AT&T? With the, with I mean, head. right. It's just I, this, this, this person that they describe in their advertising who is playing and then whoik, takes it and runs outside and is still playing and then comes home pew, and is still playing. I mean I know that person exists. What's I his, guess what? that person is young and How lives much, in Japan or is Vic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I just How much is he but, in data? I just this, I, I just took my PS4 to Paris and and Edinburgh and reviewed Watch Dogs 2. So okay, yeah, but you're that. Okay, but All you're right. you, right? And I was finding I was hooking it up to the HDMI yeah. ports but of these there's no
2: fucking HDMI. Have, have these, I can't fucking put it into the these
0: European sets. And I was, ta- and Blake was with me for a big chunk of that, and we were talking. I was like, wouldn't it be
2: awesome to have the switch right now? I wouldn't have to do I that. Wouldn't it be awesome if we could like go outside and do something and not play? Game? <laughs> oh, well, Welcome we to Scotland. Let's stay in the room and play. Watch well, the. No, we,
0: we did do that, but uh, you know, our, our kid goes to bed pretty early, so there was times when my family was. Sleeping I just, and I, I mean, was
1: I, I, I mean, it's like when you when, when when I just think about. Playing Zelda, yeah. Of course, I'm like, yeah, it's rad. I can't wait to play Zelda. Yeah. When I think of good on the Wii U. What which I
2: th- is what, what I, I assume I, they were playing. Yeah, on well, the game when
1: I think of playing, a, you know, Mario game, a, any of these games uh, on a cool new Nintendo device, of course, there's just sort of a natural level of excitement. Yeah. But again, this particular thing where you like stick it in the thing and it works on the TV, but now you're sitting down with the controller. Then you put that controller down. Then you grab your tablet. And now you go. And now you're taking it to the go. That. I just don't know, I don't have faith necessarily that that gimmick is going to be the thing that all the lapsed Nintendo console owners are going to say, that's now I'm going to buy 90 million of
0: these. It's got to be the software. And you can clearly see, just like with the Wii U, that they are taking on the tablet gamer and the mobile gamer head on and trying to beat them to the pass with something and trying to take away their minutes on those po- other portable devices and stay within the Nintendo That is ecosystem. Right, and
1: that is very scary when yeah. we all have phones sitting on this table yeah. right, right now. I mean, yeah. we. this is like... I mean, if you ask me right now, what well, we haven't actually talked about, we talked about Rocket and Ray Guns. If you asked me to name the two games I played the most this year, yeah. it's Clash Royale, yeah, th- and, it's, a clan and Clash it's Star League. Wars Galaxy yeah. on, on, on my iPad. Yeah, I heroes. have played Galaxy of Heroes and Clash Royale more, just hours, yeah. by leaps and <laughs> bounds
2: right. down. than any other game this year. I have year. a dailies folder. In my phone. Nothing is Clash. the top two games are Star Wars and Clash. Those Nothing is, I wow. Nothing is even
1: Well,
0: I, I know how much you guys play Clash, because you got me. at least that
2: 3,000 legendary status what, level nine. You, what? You Don't got me that,
0: into Clash, cool. which is just incredible. And actually, I think Clash is going to be one one of the games that we talk about in the Rocket and Ray Guns. Yeah. You know? And uh, uh, it, it is interesting uh, how How, how much Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm good with this. How, how much we have had our... our you know, our tastes move into that direction, and our gaming- What, mobile gaming? Yeah. we haven't
2: been doing that since we all got iPhones. I
0: know, but it's become, you know, very comfortable and very easy for us to play in that space, and Nintendo is just about to get into that space, I think, in a substantial way.
1: Listen, if there's a new Pokemon game and it's for the Switch, Kids are going to buy it. Kids are going to play it. They're going to, you know, there, there are games that people will buy and gravitate towards, undoubtedly, yeah. both from the kind of core console perspective from Nintendo and from the handheld perspective from Nintendo. So you're getting both of those crowds now buying the same system. And I think that's going to help it sell. But I don't know if that alone is enough to push this system sort of past the deep penetration of the high quality games and third party stuff that you get through the Xbox One and the PS4, which have such a big head start. That is gonna be a really hard thing, especially if the system is not as powered as those and is still kind of scratching at the heels of those two companies. So there's so many variables there that I don't think the design, which is cool, cool little gimmick, you got to do the other stuff
0: if it's going to succeed. Well, it'll also be interesting if there's any kind of mobile applications invo- involved. Like if it, if the tablet is a, is a tablet, if it's an Android-powered thing, or they've got some other back-end stuff that allows you to do a lot of the things.
2: Well, I mean, like even with the Wii U, there's Netflix and Hulu, and you can yeah. have all those apps that, you know, Internet, you can do all that stuff on the yeah. Wii U.
1: Dude, I can play my Clash Royale on BART without Wi-Fi. So what's going to happen with this thing? Do I need to pay AT&T for yeah. 50 bucks, you know? Do I need to I, th- there are so many unanswered questions about exactly what the nature of this uh, handheld experience is going to be like on this tablet. I mean it's also kind of how big is it in your hands? How big is it in your bag? Do you really want to lug? I, I, yeah, there's the, a lot of stuff the, there.
0: The packaging, the, the cases and stuff for that are, is going to yeah. be an amazing new market. But clearly Nintendo like they know how to get people psyched about it. That video's been seen more than anything else that they have in, in their whole YouTube uh, library. The uh, <laughs> Pokemon Sun and Moon is their fastest selling game in their history. You know I think I, honestly, I think Super Mario uh, Run is going to be the biggest selling Nintendo product ever. I think it's going to make them more money than anything they've ever done. I,
1: th- I, like, I think we're definitely rooting for them. I know I'm rooting for Nintendo. The Wii U was a disaster. I'm yeah. rooting for them to come back. And they kind of do that. They kind of flip back and forth sometimes.
0: I mean, if they could make these NES things, they would sell like going that, crazy, I think too. that yeah. is
2: going to be their biggest thing that they do. The yeah. mini Super Nintendo, which has got to come... Uh, mini NES 2, you know, if they do another one. I, mi- I, mini N64. I, yeah, mini N64, mini GameCube, where you can put the little stupid mini disc. Like, yeah. what, what am I going to do with these mini discs? <laughs> you put them in your mini GameCube when it comes out in 20 years after the damn GameCube uh-huh. comes out. No, but I mean, I think, like, the retro revolution that just became of that thing. I mean, those things were f- just gone. Yeah. You can't well, go Well, they to, didn't
0: make enough. I mean, that's, well, that's why but, they're but gone.
2: But are they going to do that with the Switch? Because I remember when the Wii came out, Everybody lost their mind. Of course they're going to you know? do
1: it with the Switch. But this the is all they out, ever do.
2: But that's what I mean. Like The Wii came out, and everybody lost their mind they were the hardest thing to find. The Wii U right. came out, you could still find them at Best Buys or your stores or whatever on shelves. So is that going to sort of take place with the Switch? Are they going to make enough to where it's going to sell out and people are going to be demanding it? Or are they going to make too many, and it's not going to sell a, as well as they hope? That's
0: a really tricky game. You know, like people. Not only do they have to do that, but people have to rave about the Switch. So if they shortchange the amount of machines that people can buy... And people aren't freaking out about how incredible the game system is. People will get pissed off trying to find these things and, and move in, in a different direction. Sports.
1: Yeah, but people got pissed off with the Wii, and but it, I don't it, think it, they would look back on that and say it was a failure. The Wii was no, no. The Wii was success, amazing, right? but
0: yeah. it was an amazing experience. Yeah. That just Wii Sports alone. Yeah, yeah. Everybody had to see. Try that's that. my
1: point. Like, yeah. what's the experience that you're saying? It's not this. This, you know. Yeah. Psh- it's oh, hard it's hardware. on the TV. It's, that's it's, not. It's never hardware. I can plug. This into a TV. I can plug
2: yeah. shit into a TV. I can that airplay not, this yeah. to my Apple TV. That yeah. is
1: not a miracle anymore, like plugging things into TVs. Like, yeah. that's not so amazing. Like, yeah. so there has to be something else. It has to be. I mean, Zelda's going to help it sell out of the gate for sure. If it arrives at launch, that's another question yeah. we now have. Because yeah. I don't know if you noticed in that. Game no Game Awards. Re- no release date. They yeah. said twenty seventeen. They didn't say spring yeah. or
2: they didn't say yeah. Hopefully it's not winter because March there's a Scorpio on the hunt.
3: A Corpio? Or a Scorpio. Yeah, the
0: Xbox Xbox Corpio.
2: The Corpio is added to the S, man. The Xbox One S Corpio. Okay. What
0: what if they've sold us all the Scorpio? And <laughs> okay. they, right. uh, it's already a, it's I want like like Scorpion
2: th- edition. Th- just Flick this
0: switch, everybody, on the back of your S. Scorpion? <laughs> Son of
1: a
2: yeah. bitch! Take, take a quarter. It turns into something else. Right kind of got it's got legs now. What? It's got wheels. That would be amazing. It transforms.
0: All right, gentlemen, so let's end this with uh, what are we playing right now? So you're playing Last Guardian. We're I am playing about Last Guardian. Week. Yeah,
1: so we're gonna talk about it next week. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this again about Last Guardian. It's a real video game.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Uh, I have been waiting for this video game, like everybody, yeah. since they first announced it. I think I was sitting next to um, again our dearly departed, um, sad, sadly departed uh, Scott Jones.
0: Rest in peace.
1: Rest in peace. Yeah. We were sitting next to each other <laughs> when they announced <laughs> this game, and we looked at each other, and. I don't want to say our boners touched, but they might have touched. We might have. <laughs> did you dab yeah, each other's tears? Might've, we might have. We might have had touched like, boners. It was like Doctor Strange's cave. just comes out, yeah. The tap. I said I remember saying to him right when it happened. I said I said that fucking dragon's is gonna die at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't tell you whether it does or not, uh, but I can tell you I'm playing it and. Um, we will
0: talk It's about a real. It. It's a real game. We will talk about that next week, Jose. What are you playing? Uh, playing some Mafia Three, mm-hmm.
2: Titanfall Two, nice spelunky still every day.
0: Titanfall Two is one of those games where you you play everything you got to play, or sort of in your queue, yeah. and then you finish off and the day.
2: Mind, I I want to shoot some things yeah. in the face with my shotgun in yes. Titanfall Two and yes. jump into my giant mech yes. and crush things. The and three
1: of them. us never discussed how unbelievable that campaign was, did we? It's so cool,
2: so good, yeah. Mr BT, Mr BT, Mr
0: It's just so fun, you know. Like it was uh, it was surprising and and uh, it kept you on your toes. That's, I don't want to spoil it because a lot of people aren't buying this. It's still not a big hit. But there is some.
2: But it's like 40% off this weekend. Yeah. So yeah, go and website, get the thing. Because have it,
0: in the middle of this campaign, some weird shit happens. And it's just so awesome. and you know, can only be done in video games, and you just love the whole core experience. So inventive. Yeah. For a
1: shooter, especially for a shooter that like didn't have a solo campaign in the first game, and everyone yep. gave it shit, they're oh. like, oh, you wanted a single player campaign. You guys are bitching and moaning about a single player campaign. BAM! <laughs> Fuck all y'all. Yeah. Check this out, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna you, blow your mind. You, you're cool. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, oh my god, why didn't you do this yeah. two years ago?
0: Oh, no, it's awesome. Yeah. So we're all playing Titanfall 2 when we're not playing the games that we're reviewing or, or, yeah. or streaming. Uh, I'm playing Final Fantasy XV, which is my behemoth, and I'll have a review for that soon. Gentlemen, I'm loving it, by the way. Spoiler alert. How's the but car? The car sucks. Driving the car sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I love a game, yeah, I know yeah. I know how to get right to your yeah, real no, parts. Yeah, watch, I get right to your real parts. Watch my streams, and you see how much I enjoy the, uh, <laughs> the the car driving elements in this thing. But I am having a lot of fun with this. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. We will see you next week for the Rocket and Ray Guns. I missed that am, guy. Can I have yeah. In fact, we're nothing at all. I'm gonna, wear no <laughs> I'm gonna
2: get them. it's just gonna be ash cheeks just just
0: draw a little eyeball over your thing. We'll talk you to the Jose the, the elephant. My gonza? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll end it there we get, We made it weird at the end. <laughs> just for you, Scott Jones. Rest in peace. Esports. <laughs> See you guys later. Thanks for watching. Esports. <laughs>